What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Game 5 Round 11 podcast. I am your host, Trep, joined by my wonderful co-host, Mr. Willis. And today we have a very special guest with us, long, long friend of mine, former teammate, former Cobb World champ uh, in his dreams. We have my good friend Logical here. Gang, gang. And uh, some of you might recognize that name because he is the one that plays second with me in Black Ops 4 in the FSG tournament. And uh, I'm the one that got all the popularity, and he didn't. So anyway, um, <laughs> we're gonna start off episode number three with um, just Modern Warfare in itself. Um, not really many, you know, big updates to to Modern Warfare for for season two as of this episode. I mean, they added, uh, they updated the CDL playlist a little bit. Uh, did we cover the CDL playlist in our last episode, Will? Uh yeah, we briefly yeah. mentioned it that like it was now a thing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But not 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 much different. Uh, they updated it to where it, you know, is the same as the the pro league uh, rule set, and it's all equal now and all that. Uh, the only other difference I think for uh, season two so far, they added another gunfight map. Uh, a couple of game modes have been thrown in. Um, and uh, the the classified section now has a transmission coming or something like that. Whatever whatever it says, I ain't been paying attention to it. Yeah, whenever you hover over uh, classified, if you look at the background, it'll say transmission incoming. Yeah, transmission incoming. So, um, everybody's getting really hyped about that. Uh, my hype has died down since the beginning of this month, so... Uh, I'm just sitting here waiting until we get news on Warzone itself. But with that said, like I said, not much has happened with um, Season 2 itself uh, as far as this episode has gone. Just a couple little minor updates. Uh, Hank, how do you like the uh, the CDL playlist? Uh, it's more fun than it used to be because no streaks. You don't get absolutely True, yeah, they did get rid of the streaks, vehicle. yeah. They also added and removed Infected Ground War. Yeah. I oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there was, uh, there were like people were getting too much, too XP. much XP. <laughs> oh, that's <Yeah>. an issue. <laughs> yeah, like, like seriously, people were getting like 30k XP a game, easy. Yeah. So like, what happened? I think is they had. Uh, it was the same issue that happened at the beginning of Black Ops Four, if you guys remember, where they had like quadruple XP turned yeah, on. Yeah, I do that? remember that. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was that. So the mode had like double XP because it was a special limited time mode, but uh, I think like. Double XP was turned on for that mode, but then they like turned on double XP. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like so four times XP for that mode. Yeah. So like the mode, the way they had scoring programmed in the mode was already double XP, and then they turned double XP on, and so you got like quadruple XP. Damn! I wish I would have played that now. Facts. It <laughs> sounds horrendous, though, dude. I think I played. I played one game of it, and legit spawned in late. And all my teammates were in the back of Anaya Palace. And I, yeah, I spawned on the other side of the map. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go to my teammates. And then I ran over there, and there was like fucking 30 infected with tack inserts all across the wall. Just spawning up right in front of me. And one just happened to turn around, and then I had like 10 of them chasing me. So <laughs> it, was, uh, it was not a great time. Don't spawn in late, because that sucks. But other than that, like I said, not much has, has changed in uh, Season 2. But moving forward, uh, we did have CDL Atlanta happen this past weekend. Uh, and for the most part, I expected the outcome 
just not in the way it happened. But we're going to start from the beginning uh, for, for CD Atlanta. And, Will, I'm going to let you start us off with uh, FaZe continuing to look strong despite their, their slow start that they had in Atlanta. Yeah, and they started slow. It was kind of weird, you know, because so we're, you wa- we were watching the matches and there was a lot of upsets. Well, not upsets, but there was a lot of underdog stories that could have potentially happened this weekend. And uh, FaZe, you know, they came out and played... Um, who did they play first, OG? Yeah, yeah, yeah Oogla. Yeah, and, you know, that... that in all honesty, was the fastest three zero I've seen in a long time. Um, so they came out and they looked good, but then they moved on to their next match against London, and it was close. It went uh, it didn't go how I expected. London played well, but at the same time, I don't know if it was just because Faze started slow or what, but you know, they, they still pulled through. I mean, you still gotta look at the fact that you know they had they were off for you know, four weeks before actually being yeah. able to play. So, I mean, they obviously had their practice in, but when you look at teams like London and uh, Chicago and Toronto and, and even Paris, you know, all of them have played, you know, three LAN events or two LAN events coming into that one. So they've been on LAN a lot longer than Atlanta. So probably Atlanta just needed to, to get off and, and get going again before they could actually, you know, get to the form we saw them in Minnesota because not everybody's on the same, you know, playing ground right now when it comes to landing experience for this game and practice and such. But uh, like yeah. that, I think I think that's like the main thing. You know, they just they just needed to to get warmed up. You know, get get used to playing on land again. They haven't been able to do it since Minnesota, so they had to they had to get going a little bit. But <clears throat> they still took the London match three one. Yeah. But they you know they they had to they had to fight for it. It wasn't a you know they and then they played Minnesota and. I don't know if Minnesota and Florida were there to play this weekend or if like they have actually just gotten way better but uh that Minnesota game was close. That you know they went down 2-0 and then reversed them. Yeah. So and then you know they the S&D was close at the end the game 5 it was a uh, 6-4. I mean and and then you look at you look at Florida and and um Minnesota and anybody if you see me looking over here that's where I have our little Google Docs we got going, but uh, if you look at Florida and Minnesota off the start of the tournament, Florida got put into losers instantly by London, and then Minnesota got put into to losers by Chicago in round two. So, I mean, you know, but at least Minnesota, they won their first game against Paris, but, you know, off the start, you know, they were looking a little rusty, you know, like they, they weren't really ready, and then later on in the tournament when like the the good matches when it came down to them having to play well they put on a show uh especially especially florida who we are we are going into now and hank i want to ask you um obviously you have the roster of florida being you know mox pristini havoc uh skies and frosty and um watching them play after their loss to 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 london it was like they had a whole new energy you know, because they came out, they played London again in round two after after beating, you know, the the most horrible optic team I've ever seen in my life, three <laughs> one in losers. They three two London, who previously three them three one them in round one, and then they they make it to the the winner semifinals, where they play Chicago, who is a top two team, and three two them and make it to finals. So, your expert opinion, because I know you have expert opinions, mm-hmm. on on Florida this this past event 
Bro, they just came out with a fire. The first map, they, I didn't even watch the first map or the first match, rather, against London. But the second match against London, they, like, I don't know. It was weird. They just came out with a whole different attitude. Yeah, their their respawn was, was very good in that second <clears> matchup. <throat> I mean, the shit, their respawn was good against uh, Chicago, you yeah. know? And, you know, obviously... Uh, since, like, Minnesota, we've said Florida was going to be a good search team. And mm. that proves because Florida took uh, – did they take – I think they took both searches off of Chicago. I'm not 100% sure. No, nah, they reverse sweep them. They did reverse sweep them, didn't they? Yeah, because Chicago went up 2-0. Yeah. So that makes it even better. Florida reverse sweeping Chicago, who won the London home series yeah. in the semis to make it to finals to play Atlanta. And so <laughs> – We all know how that went. Yeah, and then that was a little lackluster, but, you know, it, it was a good toss-up at least because everybody was expecting a Chicago and an Atlanta final, and for Florida to come out yeah. and, you know, change up everybody's expectations, it was it was big. But um, on the on the other side of that, Will, we have uh, Minnesota, who they haven't played since their, their opening weekend uh, in January, and they came out, they, they beat Paris 3-1 uh, off the start of the tournament, I think, I think that kind of threw me for a loop a little bit because I thought Paris was oh, yeah. better than than Minnesota in my personal opinion, but Minnesota just they they came out looking good. Yeah, you know Paris Paris shocked me this weekend, man. They played really really well at London. Um, you know, obviously they had like that third fourth finish, so they didn't win it and they didn't get second. But still, for a team that came in with so much mystery around them, you know we talked about it. Uh, they played phenomenal, and then they get here, and not a single thing about Paris impressed me. So, I think except for uh, Dens, Dens yeah. still being the all star, you know. Dens, Dens is a top five AR in the game right now, one hundred percent. I'd I'd probably throw him number three, but um, I don't know. Minnesota, you know, they look they were initially ranked pretty high on the power rankings, right? Like they were at like top six, top five, something like that. So I'm not super shocked that they uh that they're playing well, but um, at the same time, you know, they did better than I thought they would, especially playing against you know Paris off the bat and beating them. They beat them three one, and you know, I knew you know at the start when uh when Minnesota beat Paris, I knew that we were in for a good weekend. Yeah. I mean, they had to play Paris again uh, in round two after beating Toronto in, yeah. in losers. And, you know, Paris Paris played a little bit better that time, but still, you know, Minnesota, at no point did I think Minnesota wasn't, like, going to win the match, yeah. even though it was a 3-2. But, yeah, Minnesota, and then they, you know, they made it to semifinals, and they played Atlanta, and they go up 2-0. Surprisingly, you know they they. I mean, they they handled business in the first two maps against Atlanta, and then it just kind of. I think I think Atlanta just warmed up after those two maps. They kind of just woke up and was like, hey, you know, we could get sit home in our own home weekend if we don't, you know, wake up and play these maps. And then of course you have Selium and Simp, and then those guys turned it on after after map two, and uh, ended up reverse sweeping them. But <clears throat> Minnesota, um, they'll be in. LA in the next event, so we'll have to see if that good play continues going forward. But um, moving on to uh, a very um, shocking result for the um, Chicago Huntsman in in Atlanta, 
Um, they came out. They played um, who did they play? Toronto. Yeah, the Toronto Ultra played Toronto to start the event, and they went game five, round eleven against Toronto. I have no idea what happened to Chicago. We talked about it a little bit uh, as the matches were going on. Trep and I did, and you know, I I made a point that uh, I I kind of reiterated a point that uh, was it formal. Someone made the point that they were just so focused on phase that they counted everybody out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I reiterated that to Trep, but then I added on to it that you got to remember, we there were only 12 teams this year, which means it's literally the best of the best that are playing right now on these five-man rosters. So you can't count out anyone because, it it you know, there's no scrap. It's literally the best of the best. And if you come in slow, you're gonna get you're gonna get you know you're gonna get taken out. And Chicago woke up a little bit during that Toronto match, but I think you know after losing almost losing to a team that a lot of people consider to be bottom tier right now, it it kind of got a little bit of a mental block going on them for the rest of the weekend. Yeah, I mean they were you know able to go ahead. You know it's a stacked league. You got people like Doug Sensor Martin on the bench. Okay. Oh yeah, one one hundred percent. Yeah. Doug but uh, speaking of that, speaking of that, I think Doug. I think he scrimmed with the New York roster the He's other been day. Smoking people in tens. I'm almost positive he scrimmed with the New York roster the other day. Now I don't know if a roster change is coming in or or anything like that, but I, I'm pretty sure he did scrim with them. I but, doubt it. I think they were probably just testing the waters to see yeah. if Doug could actually play if it came upon him. But he's been, he's been playing well recently. Know. He's been playing well recently. But uh, moving forward, we had you know Chicago beat Minnesota in in round two after a, a really shocking result for you know their their very close win against Toronto, and then um, they got squared up against uh, Florida in the in the semifinals. And of course, we're talking about Florida and how they were surprising all weekend, and they came out and took Chicago the distance, uh, reverse swept them. Chicago goes up two zero. They get reverse swept. Um and and Chicago's beat in the semifinals three two and they get you know sent pack and they don't make it to the finals where everybody was expecting an Atlanta and Chicago final, but uh, like we said Florida has been was very surprising and Chicago was very lackluster but back to the the Chicago and Toronto series, um since we are the game five round eleven podcast this game went game five round eleven so what we're gonna do everybody is we're gonna have Willis and we're gonna have Logical and they got forty five seconds to bomb. Is going down, Will. You're in a one v three. You got you got to kill, and you got to defuse it in 45 seconds. All right. Now, in 45 seconds, I want you to just run through everything good and bad about the Chicago and Toronto match from your point of view. What you saw that was good from both teams. What you saw what was bad from both teams. Get everything you can in 45 seconds. Okay. All right. The good, starting with Toronto. They show potential. They show that they might not be the worst team in the league, even though a lot of people might be pinning them there. The bad, they still lost, even though they looked very, very convincing. They started off the hard point, were smoking them. And the, I think it was a hackney hard point game one. They were smoking Chicago, and Chicago turned it around. They ended up winning 250 to 203. So it still shows that Toronto's got a lot to work on. You know, They look good, but they also look bad. On the Chicago side, the good, you know, it shows that even even if they start slow, they can still they still have the potential to turn it on. I mean, we're looking at a team that has like what six rings amongst them or something like that, four or five, something like that. So you know they definitely got the potential. The bad, 
is that, you know, we have some players on that team that have a history of, you know, getting in their feelings when they lose. I mean, you look at Scump, his old optic roster, you know, it, they struggle from time to time. Whenever they whenever they would lose, they get in their feelings and they just get worse. So it shows that they have potential to maybe overlook some things and just worry too much. I, I agree. I agree. It's a little too bad that the bomb went off, though. But, hey, still a good try. You went 47 seconds, actually. You know, if you were just a little bit faster in that round, you would have had it. But now moving on, logical, same thing. Forty-five seconds. You're in. I'm gonna put you in a one v five because you like the you like the pressure. All right. You're in a one v five. Everything good, bad <clears throat> that you saw in the Toronto and Chicago game, and your time starts now. Okay. The good from Chicago, obviously, it's gonna be starting off ten and zero, four and zero in the map, in like four zero map already. And then he dies, and everybody just loses confidence or something. I don't know. They just start getting absolutely smoked for, like, three rounds. They get it to 5-3. Then fucking Toronto just starts making comebacks, getting big. Looney starts coming alive. He had zero kills, like, the first three rounds. And he started coming alive, and it didn't have decent. But it came down, like, the wildest finish. Because, like, he was shooting for him while he was on the bomb, but he got killed instantly. I honestly thought they lost the round. I thought it was 6-5 the other way when I first watched it. But okay. also the like methods is just absolutely underrated, extremely underrated. Zinni Parm, Zinni Parm, he yeah he's he's very good. But if if you guys did not watch that Chicago and Toronto match, you need to go to YouTube. You need to watch it. It was a crazy matchup to watch. But uh, your your nerves will get uh, shook in in that game five round eleven. But uh, moving forward from that, hopefully you guys enjoy the whole forty five second thing. We're only gonna do that if a game five round eleven happens. So. You know, next time, if it does happen, uh, next time I might be on the hot seat and I might have to do my take. But this time it was it was will and logical. But moving forward, OGLA continuing to look awful. Continuing to, to not look well at all. And um, from from little rumors, little Twitter rumors, uh, potentially a roster change, Will. Uh, so, just to talk about the roster change, I think it won't. So far, it's looking like it's not going to happen. I think at one point they may were talking. They maybe were talking to Pharaoh. Um, would have been interesting to see who they traded him out with. But uh, I think after uh, CDO Intel, I think after Crone got a hold of the rumors, the Optic guys started trolling him a little bit, and someone actually changed their Activision name to be F3F3. Mm -hmm. Which, for those that don't know, Pharaoh, who is a professional player, he's not on a starting team this year. Uh, he uh, he shortens his name by just doing F3 because he spells his name F3R0, you know, the three for the E. So someone changed their name to F3R3 just to troll Crone, who uh, runs the CDO Roster Mania Rumor Twitter account. Um, but he Crone stands by the idea that at one point they were definitely talking to Pharaoh for a potential uh, team change. I still think uh, Cheeto should play over J-Cap. So do I. I still think I that. don't think J-Cap's the problem. I think I think J-Cap is the problem. And I don't, but I, I don't think he's issue. Yeah, I don't think uh, he's like the only problem. Issue? You know, I think it's that team, that roster does not mesh at all yeah. with with TJ like, Dashy Slasher, you know, like those those too many stars on one team. Yeah, those, yeah. those, those players just can't I, I just don't see them, you know, being able to like get something cooperative going in an in-game setting. But I still think, you know, I think J-Cap is the worst on that team. I think 
I think bringing in Chino would be a good addition. Uh, because, like, I mean, look, you got you got Dashy, who was, you know, everybody's MVP last year. Uh, TJ, who was, you know, got a lot of limelight last year as well. Slasher, who's an in-game leader. J-Cap, who's an in-game leader. And Quavo, who's just there to be there, you know? It's just like, I think if you take one of those in-game leaders out and you put Chino in, someone who can who can help a mentality point and help a, like a, a team point, you know, some more cooperation could be done. But, I mean, you know, we obviously don't know what's going on the inside of that roster and what's actually happening. But um, they're struggling. But they have a uh, they have a home series coming up uh, that they're sharing one with the Gorillas. So they better figure something out or they're going to get 2-0 in their very own home series. So... Moving on from from Oogla, um, Will, you touched on Paris slowing down this weekend, not having a good uh, showing after the first uh, the first two CDL events, and uh, I agree with what you said about Paris. But the one team we did not expect to slow down, the well, at least I personally didn't expect to slow down, was London, uh, especially because how well Wuskin's been playing. That man is the number one AR in the game right now, in my opinion. Like that man is filthy, um, but his team this weekend was not helping him whatsoever. He yeah, was the only one doing anything. And it, it was... like. But Another thing you have to look at is that they lost... The only teams they lost to were the teams that made finals. Yeah, they lost to Atlanta and, and then... The, all the maps to Atlanta were close and the Florida went to Game 5, obviously. But also, like, I don't know, Weskins just, like, can't do it all, you know? I mean, he's he's definitely trying to do it all, yeah. but but he can't. So, I mean, this weekend it was just a, a lot of lackluster performances from everybody on that team, except for Weskin. I mean, Weskin's still in the top two or top five of of overall KD for the weekend. Yeah, I mean, he's still got like a one point two KD. Yeah, so he's he's still doing what he's got to do. But uh, everybody just you know they just had uh, a lackluster weekend. Uh, um, will they be? Uh no, they will not be in no, they, in LA. So yeah, so they got they got a little time off to to practice and, and get some stuff situated, and then they'll be back. But uh, I expect them to you know look much better than than how they looked this past weekend. But um, Toronto, we talked about Toronto, you know, looking good against Chicago, not able to winning that series, but looking good, and then putting the losers bracket, they get three one by Paris, and then they go zero and two again, and they're out of the tournament. But you know, we said they're they they look better. But they still have issues, Will. And um, what do you think that you think it's just an issue with you know just inconsistency? I think it's just a fundamental issue, man. I think you you got a lot of players on that team that aren't necessary st- necessarily star players. If you if you you know if you're following me. Oh uh, yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, the biggest name on that team is probably Looney. You know, yeah, I mean that, that's methods, about it. You know and. Yeah, I'm not knocking Looney or Methods, but at the same time, you don't expect either of those two to be like your all-star hard carry the team. I mean, Methods has shown a lot of potential that he's, you know, got what it takes to be an all-star the past couple years. But um, I think it's just they need they need someone to step up and really be the person to put that team on their shoulders and just start being the driving force. You know, I think it's a yeah. lot of people out there that it's a team of five people that do the dirty work, you know, and I think it's just, uh, they just got to look at something. They just got to see what needs to be changed. I, th- I don't know if they need to change a roster or like if they just, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a roster change. You know, I don't think it's a roster thing. I think, I think that roster is actually really solid. You know, I think it's just like you said, fundamentals and, and, you know, maybe some mentality type deal, you know, cause mm-hmm. I mean, you got someone like methods 
who has been in big spots before but just hasn't been able to do anything with them you know so i mean i think you know with their issues i mean they obviously they look better this past weekend so i don't i think the issues are like small things that they have to fix you know like small things in between maps or in the middle of a map that they got to work on but uh hank you look at toronto and what's your first opinion you cut out one (laughs) i said you look at toronto and what's your first opinion after what we've seen so far I think it was kind of weird that they, after Minnesota, they made a roster change. They brought in Bands instead of Medals, which was kind of weird. That helped. That, that did help, yeah. Bands has been playing. You know, I think Bands has been good because the, the respawns, Bands was very good against Chicago. Yeah, Bands played very well this weekend. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I think the roster change was, was good. Like, the first one, I don't think they need another one. Yeah, I mean, if they make one, they make one. But I think, you know, Bands was a good addition to this roster and, and all that. But... You know, they obviously, like we said, they still have you know some some stuff they really have to work on. But um, moving forward to um, the the next CDL event, which will be uh, in Los Angeles, um, the teams that will be uh, what's the fucking word? Participating. Yeah, there you go. Teams that will be participating are Atlanta, Dallas, Florida, LA, Gorillas. Opti game, Los Angeles, Minnesota, New York, and Seattle. We get to see New York and Seattle again, uh, and Dallas, since uh, they had an off weekend this past weekend. Uh, Chicago won't be there, so Chicago's got some time after a uh, uh, a not-so-pleased uh, fourth-place finish in, in Atlanta. Uh, that'll be March 7th and 8th. And um, we, we got the we got those eight teams. Uh, Atlanta and Dallas, I think, are the names everybody's going to be looking at, truthfully. Um especially with all the other names. Uh, I mean, Minnesota and Florida, after the weekends they had in Atlanta, I think everybody's going to be keeping their eye on them as well. But, uh, Hank, we're going we're gonna to start with you uh, for, for predictions for, for, for Los Angeles. I'm thinking finals probably be Atlanta-Dallas, but I think Seattle makes a comeback and places top three. They they did they did make a roster they change a roster too. Change, yeah. yeah, they got and rid they of Enable and and put Pander in. I have not seen Pander play this game at all, so I have no idea uh, what he's gonna play like. I I would love to see you know Seattle play well just because I love uh, the three time goat and and Octane and then those guys. You know they've had success over the past couple of years, just struggling off the start right now. But me yo me and you will we've said that Seattle will come on eventually. You know they'll eventually. they'll get better. But, I can't expect that team to just stay cold all year. And oh no! Never. I think a roster change. Yeah, I think a roster change was actually needed. Uh, I so it's sort of the same thing that I said with like Toronto, man. You just got that Seattle team was a team of people that always does the dirty work, you know. Except for Octane, you didn't really have that all star go out of their way, you know, go like go off player. Um, I mean Karma, but Karma hasn't been considered that type of player since Black Ops Two. Yeah. You know, when he once he made it to onto like optic and stuff like that, you know, he he's just been he's been the guy that like you know picks up where it needs guy. to be picked up, yeah. yeah. You know, like he's doing everything that isn't being done already, and you know, he's definitely got a high clutch factor. I think um, I just don't think they had enough slaying power. You know, yeah. And I think with Pander on the team, I think they can do better. Well, your predictions for uh for the LA home series? Do either of the LA teams make it out of groups? I think Optic will make it out of groups. I think they're going to come around. Uh, I don't I think don't either of them will. 
Well, well, actually, actually, Optic and LA Gorillas play each other. Yeah, they're in the same. They're group. in the same group. So but one of the two I... has to come out. There's no way both of them are coming out. Yeah, I mean, it depends, right? Because we don't know what LA Gorillas team is right now. True. True. We have no idea what their team is. There's been a lot of uh. There's been a lot of talk. Um, they've looked at a few amateurs. Um, so far, the rumors that Lacefield is benched. And Saints, Blatz, and Aches, no one knows what's happening with them. Uh, like, Crone thinks that those three are looking for trade options. Uh, but the only, like, solid type thing we have is Lacefield being potentially benched. I mean, I think Lacefield was the best on that team. Well, one of the best. I mean, he was better than Eggs. Now, I think the best one yeah. was Saints. I think Saints has played the best for LA Gorillas, but that's the whole situation for them. It's just a big mess. Just like, uh, did someone just follow me on Twitch? Did something <laughs> just pop up on my Twitch? I'll check that after this. I just heard the alert go off, so I don't know what that was, but you might have got a follow. Who knows? Nothing. Anyway, um, but, uh, continue. I, I don't know. I depend. It depends on what LA Gorillas team is. I'm sure we'll find out soon. I mean, the tournament's next weekend. Yeah, so we'll find out eventually. If they bring in Blast, Blast and Decimal like the old duo, so I think they'll be better. Well, like the rumor is that duo. like, you know, Blast might not be on the team. That's the thing. Saints, Blast, and Eggs. We have no idea if they're on the team or if they're or what. So. Yeah. I think uh, if I, if I base it off that like the same five players are going to be playing, I think OG will probably be able to beat them, uh, and then they'll probably make it out of groups. Who wins the At event? At least to round two, probably Atlanta. Um, I'm I'm calling upset. Dude, Dallas is going to win. I think Dallas is going to be Atlanta. No, Shotzi will not come around. They made the burger. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, he's not. He's... he's got some land under his belt now. He's he's. Uh, I hope so. I, I actually hope. You know, Dallas starts playing better. I mean, that's a good core roster. You know, I love Clayster. He's a he's a funny dude, but he's got a lot of energy when he plays, and I think that team, they just came off a little too slow. They let the hype from, you know, scrims online before the first event kind of get yeah. to them. But, you know, after – I mean, they, they had time off. And they had time yeah. to perfect shit. So I think now, you know, they should come out with some fire in L.A. When you're talking about Dallas, I uh, I watched – Florida scrim them yesterday. Pristinian Skies had their streams turned on, and uh, Florida got molly whopped. Man, it was not by Dallas. A, yeah, it was oh, not man. close. They lost Hackney. They got hundred point clubbed in Hackney hard point, and then at one point on Gunrunner hard point, it was nineteen to one ninety two. Oh man. Yeah, but that's how it's been for Dallas. Yeah, I mean that's how Dallas has been online. But it actually hasn't. You know, a lot of people have been saying Dallas are nothing but onliners, but leading into Minnesota, Dallas was getting shit-canned in scrims by everybody, except for, like, the worst, worst teams. I think, you know, the issue with Dallas is they they got the game before everyone else. They played as a team before everyone else. They got early reps. And then, you know, when everyone else caught up, they never adapted. And then so they go to Minnesota, and they're like, oh, shit, okay, we're getting shit-canned online, and then we just got shit-canned here at LAN. We need to start doing something different. That's why they look so much better at London. But yeah. uh, that—that's the thing. Like, if you want, if you were able to find someone streaming 
a Dallas scrim, like they were not winning scrims against anybody going into Minnesota. It, it was bad. And a lot of people say they're onliners, which is, you know, they, they live in Texas. They're five man Texas, which is the best internet in the world. So like, there's some truth to it, but you know, even good internet can't save you if your team is fundamentally just struggling against everyone. Yeah. But I don't know, I'm hoping, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm I hoping they. Yeah, team. I'm hoping they. I'm hoping they play better. And uh, I like life. when the bad guys win. Yeah. And apparently, Crim Six and Clayster are now the bad guys. Crim's definitely uh, the bad guy in the community eyes. So, but um, my predictions: uh, Atlanta goes back to back. I can't see anyone at that event beating them. Uh, Dallas is, you know, the best bet to anybody coming close to beating them. Uh, the rest of those teams, I can't see doing it. You know, maybe Minnesota, if they, you know, come out with the fire they had against them in that semifinal match, I could see Minnesota doing something. But I think, you know, top three is going to be probably Atlanta, Dallas, Minnesota. Uh, and then that's, you know, that's going to be that. I could see that being the top three, and I think that's what it will be. But, um, yeah, so see. The, I, I think it'll be Dallas, Atlanta final oh yeah it'll be yeah yeah atlanta win 3-0 i mean i could see dallas potentially taking the search and destroy but when major maniac is ending atlanta with still like a nine kd and search and destroy i doubt it yeah yeah but cdl atlanta recap uh the home team atlanta phase win it uh conventionally in the finals over florida we will see them again in uh in la on march 7th and 8th um for a back to for hopefully a back-to-back uh Championship title reign. Anything you guys want to touch up on for this episode, Hank? Anything you want to say? Um, I was gonna say something, but I forgot what it was. So no. Oh, okay. Will anything? Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I'm just excited for the next event. I want to see. Yo, we've getting the home crowds have been really good about showing love to their home team. I want to see who gets who get gets more love. Yeah, true. I want to see what the the LA one's gonna be dead. I'm calling it. I'm calling it. There's gonna be no one at the LA one. Yeah, I mean, just because the LA teams are terrible. Nah, I don't yeah. think so. I think it'll still be lit, just like Anaheim mm-hmm. normally is. Yeah. Yeah, it is a Los Angeles event. So that's one thing you do have to keep in mind. And then Dallas next too. That one will be fine. Dallas and Chicago will be, be will both be really yeah. good. So. I mean, you gotta think Chicago. Even though they rep Chicago, they're based out of Dallas or well, Frisco, Texas, which is five minutes out of Dallas or something like that. So those are going to be big. There's going to be a lot yeah. of people there for both of those squads. Yeah, 100%. But um, I think, Will, we reached our goal of trying to, you know, shorten the episodes down a little bit. Uh, the first two, we talked for over an hour, you know. But What are um, we at right now? Uh, 35 minutes. Okay. I think that's uh, honestly a, a good episode, yeah. truthfully. You know, with, with Atlanta being a little bit of a – of an upset there. Yeah, it's not really much to talk about. Chicago didn't do as well. We, we didn't get the finals we wanted. Yeah, which would have been a lot more to talk about if, you know, we got the finals we wanted, but the finals were just a quick little simple uh, 3-0. So. Yeah. The Dallas came back. That was cool. Wild. Do what? All three top teams are going to be there. Dallas, yeah, Dallas Atlanta, Atlanta, Chicago. Chicago. They're yeah, they'll all, all be there. Be there. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be great. That's going to be a crazy event. But... TST is going to be there, too. It, that'd be a good oh, event no. to go to. Oh, 100%. TST is going to be there. I'm sure Hex is going to have Umu fly out for it. Like Same with like the Chicago event, too. Chicago would be a really good one to go to. Facts. I could see it. So if anyone watching is thinking about going to a CDL event... Chicago or Dallas. Pick, yeah, Pick Chicago Dallas. Or Dallas. 
probably take, Dallas. Dallas yeah, would probably be Dallas, the better one. That to would go be, to. There's uh, going to be a, a lot of one. people there. Yeah, so if you're thinking about doing one, Dallas or Chicago, but mainly Dallas. Yeah. But any any closing regards? Any, you don't even got to be CDL or COD. You know, anything you want to say? Atlanta's not going to be a Dallas. I'm upset. You lied yeah. to us. I was just kind of speculating because they just set out an event. They're not going to be at Dallas? Nope. They are. No, they're not. What? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is it Chicago that all three are at? Chicago that all three of them are at. Yeah, I knew it was one of the two. So Chicago, not Dallas. Chicago. Dallas will still be a good event to go to. There's going to be a lot of people there. Like I said, Huntsman are based out of Dallas. So a lot of people that uh, you like from Huntsman Energy is going to be there. True, true. Anything non-COD related? Hank, how's your life? Uh, very boring at the moment. Not there's not much to play, truthfully. No, nope. CDO. That's it. Warzone release already. Damn it. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys for watching the third episode of the Game Five Round Eleven podcast. Hank, thank you for joining us, pal. No problem, it was pal. a pleasure. If you want to come back anytime, just let us know, and we'll bring you back. And you can sit here and talk as much as you want. Make sure you follow Hank on Twitter, Ological. Make sure you follow him on Twitch as well, Ilogical. It has a K, not a C. Don't spell it wrong. Make sure you follow myself and Mr. Willis on both of ours, VV Trap on both Twitch and Twitter. Mr. Willis on Twitter and Willis on Twitch. And we will see you guys in the next episode. Peace out.